Hey everybody, I'm Ari. And I'm Hunter. And we are God Sisters. We are back with another podcast episode and we are so excited to get into it. So let's go. So Hunter, I'm going to ask you a really weird question. Have you ever felt dizziness before? I have. I have most definitely felt dizziness before. As a matter of fact, when you say anytime someone says the word dizziness, I think of this really crazy game we played one time at band camp. I was oh my goodness. <laughs> it wasn't band camp. But it was this one time at a retreat. We were playing this game called Spin the Bat. And basically the objective was you had two teams mm-hmm. and each person that was up, they had to put their forehead on the bat and they had to spin around the bat 10 times and then they had to try to attempt to run to the finish line in a straight line and you will always like end up falling to the side you're trying to put your arms out thinking that that's going to stabilize you but it didn't and then you just always end up falling so whoever gets to the finish line yeah that's pretty much who wins so in those moments are you guys ever like hoping that someone's standing there so you can kind of like lean on them or fall on them you know if you were too dizzy it's actually interesting um you would really hope to do this in a clear space because you are going to fall. Mm. <laughs> so as you're running forward, you always see people like kind of putting their hands out as if they want to grab something. But in actuality, it would be really dangerous if mm. someone actually had something there because they were hurt themselves really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so dizziness actually reminds me of a process that we go through in Christ. Mm, and more. that process is called the shakeup. How I look at it is when a person gets dizzy similar to what you were saying you you're trying to stabilize yourself and it may be a little hard you might be looking for people to lean on Mm -hmm. right during that time of dizziness um and naturally you're going to look for someone or something to lean on so that you don't fall and hurt yourself and so it's similar to the process of being shaken up by God Mm -hmm. in Christ that's good so when you come to Christ right um and you say okay God like I'm committing myself like this is it Lord like you are the only God I am going to live my life for you God's like oh okay cool right okay bet (laughs) yeah okay bet let's do this thing you know so your whole life you've been through so many different trials and um so you have so many testimonies but so many trials and so many tests and so many behaviors and mentalities and all these different things that may have latched on to you you know like in that particular those particular seasons of your life and so God is saying it's time for me to shake you up Mm. it's time for me to get you a little dizzy so you can lean on me but what happens is I don't shake you up so you can be dizzy I shake you up so that those things can be released from you and so that you can be free and that you can lean on me so Mm. the more that we spend time in Christ and the the closer we get to him um, we naturally just go through this process of being shaken up I know I went through it Hunter I know you went through it yes (laughs) Um, and basically God just wants our hearts. He just wants us closer to him. So he's going to shake us up and everything that doesn't look like him is going to fall off. But everything that he wants to remain and every good thing that he created and designed for his purpose will stay. That's a really, really great analogy. It makes me reflect on when I came into Christ. I came into Christ. Um, when I came into Christ, I feel that God instantly just began to shake me up, if you will. So so the first thing to go was my friends. And I had a moment when I really realized that he was moving me out of the crowd that I was in currently. Mm. I was 
in the cafeteria in college. I was on my way to the bus stop and I ran into a friend of mine. I hadn't seen him in a couple of days. And he said, hey, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to church. And he said, huh, you really take this Christ thing seriously, don't you? Mm. And I said, well, hmm. God took me pretty seriously when he right, died for right, me. Right. <laughs> and then he laughed, but I really meant that. And I think it was because I think a couple of days before he asked me, hey, where are you going? I said, I'm going to church. But everything that was happening at church, I was there. Like, I desired God. I was so hungry for him. And there was nothing that you could tell me. Like, if they had a meeting, I was there. I wasn't a part of nothing, but I was coming. If they had the church open to set up for something, I was there. I was always going because I wanted to be around his people. I was ready to be around um, the presence of God. So whether it looked like in the form of a social event that was talking about God or at church, I was there. And I was cool with that until the next thing he took away was my relationship. Mm, talk about it, Talk about <laughs> it. So he took my relationship away and I was in a, a relationship that was completely unglorifying to him. You know, things just were not aligning with his will. And I hung on onto it with a stray like on this last leg I was holding on to it and I just decided I made a decision or accepted rather it wasn't really making the decision it was God peeling those areas away from mm-hmm. my life um, I decided that you know I'm going to accept this decision I'm just going to lean on to the Lord and I'm going to follow him and um, what I ended up doing was taking all of my stuff that he ever gave me and I put it in a black bag a big black bag I had like three of them and I brought them to the altar with my mm-hmm. pastor and the, and the young lady that was discipling me at the time time and they just prayed with me I broke down like a baby I was crying my eyes out because I was so upset that he was taking these things away from me but little did I know on the other side of that he had given back everything that I had ever lost God 10 did, times right? over yes mm-hmm. and I was so excited about that but the thing I love about God even in those moments where I felt like I had nothing left he didn't replace my relationship with the guy with another relationship with a guy. He replaced our relationship with himself. So I started having date nights with God. I started staying up all night talking to him, reading my Bible, watching Heather Um, Lindsley. Actually, (laughs) I used to watch Heather Lindsley on um, YouTube at night and I would just, I would read her book um, and I was just journaling. I was really trying to have a relationship with him. So when he shook me up, he didn't replace it with something that was not fruitful. Mm. replace it with himself because that's what I needed. Uh, Someone always says, or we always hear the phrase, the best way to get over someone else is to get under another. And I got under God. I didn't get under another Amen. guy. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I was really hungry for him. And mm-hmm. I am so grateful that he was able to um, start peeling away that dead skin. And of course, we're always going to go through that process and to continually go through the areas of our lives where God is taking things away. But that's just like because we're not perfect you know Mm -hmm. until the day of Christ until he comes back we are forever flawed but we have to continue to work at that and continue to allow him to shake us up but I am so happy when I look back over my life I regret nothing 
nothing. Mm. I regret nothing. I regret no decisions I made. I'm unapologetically living my life for Christ and I am excited about it. And you like no good thing. No good thing. Amen. Yes, I love that. I love that. And I think that this process is definitely something that we can call pruning, right? It's yeah. Like the example you gave the other day about gardening, you know, God will snip away everything, you know, that does not look like him if we allow him to. Mm -hmm. So I've heard someone say before, like God is a gentleman. He doesn't force himself on you, you know. So I think that this is definitely considered pruning as well. And God will prune us um, when we come into Christ and he begins to strip away every dirty thing, every foul thing, every wicked thing that we may see as innocent or we may see as pure. But God is like, "Mm -mm," you know, because he can see through it all. Even the friends that you may have had since middle school, like God knows whether those people are really for you, whether those people are really going to help you grow in Christ. And so I really like I can really relate to that when you say God took your friends away. I swear, like I came to Christ. God took my friends away. I didn't have a choice to keep them. And so I think that is a big thing in Christ. A lot of women hang on to things of the past and it becomes a hindrance more than it is um, effective. And they, mm-hmm. they feel like they can help those people. Like, oh, well, you know, God was loving to me. God is was graceful to me. But sis, you may be trying to be loving and graceful to those people, but yet and still, they're becoming your stumbling block. Mm-hmm. So you're not, you're no longer influencing them. They're influencing you because you're not strong enough to be all that God has called you to be in this particular season. So until you became that woman, you need to allow him to continue to shake you up, let the dead things fall, and let the new things arise so that you can go back to those friend groups you can go back to those particular individuals and witness to them and minister to them and still love them and still uh, like accept them for who they are but not like making them feel comfortable in their sin but just loving them through their mess just like Christ did with you Mm -hmm. you know so I definitely think that that process is called pruning for sure yeah and I also really love like when in those relationships like he started peeling some slowly away like from things I used to do with them how we said turn up and stuff he replaced also those friends that I had or yeah. just started to introduce me to people who lived for him yes. you know more than seriously more than I thought was possible more than I thought that one person can do like when they said that they truly loved Christ they truly meant that they really showed me what it meant to live my life unapologetically for Christ mm-hmm. and not be ashamed of the gospel I that I that I um claim that I believe, live for and claim yeah. that I believe and claim that Jesus died for. So I am just excited, you know, to see the move of God, to see what he's doing here, here on earth. And as we see like younger and younger people are realizing who God is around us, I'm excited about that because I feel like he's really using our generation in different ways. It may not look like how our grandparents or our parents did it, like how things were more traditional, but people are really trying to learn about God and and really getting the knowledge of what the Bible means and what it says and doctrinally what that means and I'm excited to know that. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm really, really excited. I believe that God is definitely rising up an end times army and so powerful. Like, there was nothing that anyone could do to stop that army. The Bible even says that no one has seen anything like it before. And so I really believe that God is rising up a generation that the enemy cannot shake. Like, Mm -hmm. he cannot shake them. He cannot 
not take them from the kingdom. And God is really using our past and the things that we've gone through to um, propel us into our future and to basically strengthen us to become all that we need to be. I feel like so many of us have gone through so many different things. Like literally all of us as a collective would be the craziest book. But honestly, seriously, <laughs> um, all of the women, you know, that ha- has been through so many things. But the, the the fact of the matter is, it's all for a greater purpose. And, and God is doing something amazing. He is rising up an army. So I definitely like for anyone that's going through a shakeup process or they're trying to be in Christ. Number one, anyone that, that wants to be in Christ and walk with him, understand that you have to be pruned. You have to be pruned, even if you don't feel that conviction or that heaviness on your heart at the moment of letting things go or being renewed or being transformed. But the truth of the matter is that is the word of God. The word of God says, do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so you have to be renewed daily. It's a daily thing, sis. Um, But being intentional um, to like pray and say, okay, God, what in my life is glorifying you? What in my life is pleasing in your sight? And what are some things that I need to let go of? But my advice to someone that is actually going through the shakeup process like God is shaking them up and snatching things away, sis, this is my advice. Do not hold on. Right. Don't fight it. To anything. Don't fight it. Do you agree? Yes. A hundred percent. Like you never know what God can have in store for you. It reminds me of the meme that we often see um, on Instagram or Facebook and there's a little girl and Jesus kneeling down and she has a teddy bear in her hand holding on to it, clinging on to it for dear life. Yeah. And Jesus is holding his hand out asking her to give the teddy bear mm-hmm. and behind his back he has a much larger teddy bear but she doesn't know that she's just holding on to it because it's what she knows it's yeah. what she's comfortable with it's what right. she's secure in and he's just like will you trust me will you just trust me enough to give me what you think is so big to you yes. I have something greater don't believe that just because God takes something away from you does not mean that he will not return something greater onto you yeah. he said you will lack no good thing those yes. who walk uprightly in him and if you lack something that means it's not good for you mm. you may think that it's something that you need but God knows you don't need it yeah. but you know we we desire certain things we desire marriage or we desire to be content in singleness we desire all these things but we really just need to seek God seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness yes. and all of these things shall be added unto you like you know don't what? don't focus on what's in front of you that's a God thing that mm-hmm. you just said that because when you were talking I li- it literally came to me do not worry worry for tomorrow mm. do not worry about it yeah tomorrow has its own set of struggles yes like does god not take care of the birds come on do you do we see them gathering and storing up food and doing all these crazy like oh my god oh my god oh my god we gotta find food we gotta hurry right. up and find food for tomorrow no when tomorrow comes they're well taken care of mm-hmm. they trust god like why is it that all of creation understands yeah they understand their purpose they understand their position they understand the power of God, but why is it that only humanity is confused? <laughs> why is it that only humanity questions God and doubts and worries, but like the whales are fine, mm-hmm. the fishes are fine, the birds are fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't question whether they're going to eat, whether they're going to drink, what they're going to wear. 
according to Matthew 6, that's what it says. And so it's definitely like just understanding since you don't have to worry about tomorrow. I know it is so easier said than done. And when I say tomorrow, it's like you don't have to worry about what's to come. You don't have to worry about God. If I give this up, what's going to happen? God, if I let this go or if I stop doing this, what's going to happen? Like you don't need to worry, sis, because God has something greater in store for you, just like he had that large teddy bear. I'm telling you, there's so many times, I'm sure, Hunter, we could go on and on about our stories and all the things that God has tried to take away from us Mm -hmm. and did take away from us. And then what we see afterwards. And it was like, wow. It's so much easier to just surrender. It's less painful. Yeah. I remember, here's a good one. I remember when I first, I was a senior in high school and I wanted to go to NIU so bad. Like it was, I was like, you know, I'm getting into this school. I went to the, I went to, um, to see the campus and everything. And like, I was determined. I don't even know why. And when I didn't get accepted, I cried so hard. And you know, my mom said to me, she was like, what's for you is for you. Mm-hmm. Don't even get upset about it because where you're supposed to be is going to happen. Amen. And so she was like, if you, she was like, if you would have gotten into NIU, basically maybe, maybe what's for you is not at NIU. Maybe it's somewhere else. And maybe God does not want you to go to NIU. Like that's not her words verbatim, but those are, that's what she was telling me. And do you guys know that I ended up moving to Champaign instead? I went to school in Parkland and I got saved at Parkland College. Mm -hmm. 2015, I got saved. I went to college 2013. I got saved 2015. God knows what he's doing. He closed that door for a reason. They did not accept me for a reason. So glory to God. When it's shake-up season, just let them shake you up. Just just let them do it. Mm -hmm. Let them do it and don't hold back. Don't worry. Just trust. Amen. Amen. I encourage all of you that even if you have a testimony inside of you, you tell it to another sister because they need to hear how yeah. you have overcome in these seasons. We can't do it alone. We can't do it by ourselves or act like it was us who got us over that hump. We right, know right. it's God. Right. We need each other. We need to hear more of these stories. So we really want to hear more from you and your perspective. How is God shaking you up? Are you in the season right now? Mm. Have you just come out of it? Let us know how we can pray for you. Let us know how we can best serve you in the season that you're in right now yes most definitely and please like make some stories make some posts and tag us in it at official god sisters and hashtag the shakeup we would love to start this discussion and just get it rolling like how is god shaking you up in this season mm-hmm. what is he doing what does your shakeup season look like if it would you know if it's in the past we want to hear about it and we'll tell you our stories too we're here for it okay i love to share Yes. Story time. Story time. (laughs) Okay. Well, we love you guys. And this was an awesome conversation. I loved it. All right, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you, God, for another time together with the women, Lord God, that are tuning into this podcast. We just plead the blood of Jesus Christ over them, Father, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, Lord. We ask that every word that has been sown, Lord, has been sown on good ground, Jesus. Whatever it is that you are speaking to them in this season, Lord God, I pray that they will receive it well, Lord God. I pray that they will not fight it, that they will not resist what you are doing, Lord Jesus have your way in them, Lord God.
God, if you are calling them to a shakeup season, if this is their shakeup season, God, and you are doing a new thing, don't allow them to fight it, Lord. I pray that you give them peace, that you give them joy, Lord God, that you can put love inside of their hearts and to just go with the flow and to just trust you, Lord, to have faith in Jesus' name. So we thank you, God. We honor you for victory. We honor mm-hmm. you that we are more than overcomers through yes, Christ God. Jesus who strengthens us and we lack no good thing, God. Yes. So we thank you for all of our sisters, Lord God. And we pray that you keep them, you cover them, Lord, and continue to encourage them. We say these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Talk to y'all soon. All right, sisters.